This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Well, hello, everybody. It's yet another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Jamie, and we are six feet away. We are six feet away. And you know what? I got the cough. Like, I got the cough because I have terrible allergies, and I've got, like, just drip going down the back of my throat, and it's awful. And now I'm, like, afraid for anybody near me coughing because they'll be like, oh, my God, self-isolate yourself. I, I am. <laughs> for the record, I don't think Danielle's ever going to get this. I, I walked into her house. I hand sanitized before I knocked on her door. <laughs> So I could touch her doorknob and my hands were clean. Uh-huh. And then I, I was walking in and she's like, there's hand sanitizer. And I was like, yeah, I had it already out of my purse and ready to go because I had just, after your son was like, you're not coming in here. <laughs> he was like, you can't come in. It's social distancing, Jamie. Social distancing. I know, then he ran around scream, ran away screaming. I'm like, And I was exactly like, what whatever. I so, I mean, I haven't gone anywhere. Like, this is the first time I've been out of the house in, like, days. So, I'm like, Whoa! Yeah. Um. So, I put the hand sanitizer on. I get into Danielle's office where we do our podcast. And I look over. She's got vitamin C. <laughs> and gummy vitamins. I, I And gummy vitamins. And That's she's right. like, bitch. Her immune system's got to be, like, Fort Knox right now. I don't know. Probably not, because these allergies are kicking my entire ass. Like, every allergy season that comes in the spring, I literally feel like shit for two months. Like, I mean, I feel like I'm constantly coming down with something, and I don't know what it is, and it just stays that way. My throat's sore, and my eyes are on fire, and it's like, and I take allergy medicine, and it dulls it down a little bit, but at the end of the night, I feel really, really sick. Like, I'm going to be sick in the morning. But instead, I wake up in the morning, my eyes are crusted over, I cough a little bit, and then I go on with my day. Like, it's, it never fully, like, stops the allergy that I'm having. It's awful. So, for two months, I just sort of, like, walk around, like, exhausted, oh. coughing, sneezing. Speaking of allergies, mm-hmm. so the other day, uh, Friday, I didn't feel like cooking, and I told Paco, I was like, you should cook. So, of course, we ordered Applebee's. <laughs> So we ordered Applebee's. Because that's what we do when Paco cooks. his turn? Okay, I got you. And he's like, we we should support a local business, whatever. Yeah, of course. So we go to Applebee's, and because I don't have, like, the stomach to eat, like, a full course meal, I got, we got the two for 22 thing. Yeah. And I just got the appetizer, and Lori and Paco each got something, like a burger. Okay. So I had, like, three wings, and I was full. And then, like, 45 minutes later, I was covered in hives. Oh my god, really? And I'm like, what is this? And usually I get barbecue, but I was just like, just give me the mild because I lately I've been wanting that little bit of spice. Yeah. And I think I'm allergic to the sauce they put in the wings. Oh my god, are you serious? I'm like, I had to take, I had to send Paco out to Wawa because it was the only thing open to get me Benadryl. Oh shit. He was dropping toilet paper off at a friend's house anyway. Oh my god, because you guys have that. Because not all Because he- not all heroes wear capes. You know what? I need to send out a shout out actually to my friend Bill Eldreth. He is I have to tell him because I had, I didn't even warn him that I was going to talk about it, but now that you brought it up, I'm like he goes to BJ's like almost every other day, and he'll like inbox me and tell me what they have now because things have been like out. So like you know, there's no meat, no chicken, beef, no nothing. He'll be like, "Bitch, it's out." But then he'll be like, "But the toilet paper's in. You got to hurry but get down here." Like it's so funny. So there's a shout out for your friends that are always at the BJ's or always at the grocery store that will let you know what things are before the, everybody else knows. 
It's so funny. He's like, now's the time to come because there's nobody in the parking lot. There's nobody here. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm like, okay, I'm on my way. Like, it's the funniest thing. So shout out. Thank you, Bill Aldrith. Oh, so it's speaking great. of this, this everybody's stuck inside, and, and I know it's miserable, people, but it's for the best. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. So the only thing there is to do is eat. <laughs> because, God, have I been eating. And I've been losing weight. So I don't even know how that works. But I've been eating and just, I'm, yeah, like four pounds, like gone. Well, that's good. Right? I'm like, woohoo! But I, all I do is eat and smoke. <laughs> Cigarettes. So far, it sounds great. I wish I could do that. And watch TV. Right. And I'm just, I'm telling you, every this is going. We got to talk about this because this is huge right now. Okay. And I know you haven't seen it, but my God. All right. So <laughs> I'm like joined the ranks of America, and I started watching The Tiger King, and I finished oh my it. Goodness. And Danielle's like. I haven't started it yet because it's a shit show and I need to pay attention. Yeah, because I'm still working around the clock. We're, real estate appraisers are still going nuts. So I'm like still trying to get all my stuff done and I can't pay attention to the damn shit show. Right. But when you do, you're going to love it. So oh, basically, so it talks about this three different um, wildlife conservation. One in Oklahoma, one in North Carolina, and one in Florida. Okay. They're big cat rescues. Oh my god, I know, but now you're going to tell me all about it because you want to talk with the masses and then I'm going to watch it and I'm going to know everything. No, it's okay. because okay, there's just, there's plenty? There's so much. <laughs> okay, because one lady was like, this is boring. And they're like, buckle up, bitch, it's going to get a lot better. There's, <laughs> I saw when there's about nothing it. boring about this. In the first okay. episode, you're like, oh, well, this is interesting. By like the fourth episode, you're like, what in the entire shit just happened? <laughs> So there's this guy, he lives in Oklahoma, he's got some big cats. He's got like a whole sanctuary of animals. He's got some alligators and shit like that. There's another guy in South Carolina named, I want to say Doc Alden or something. Okay. And he not only has a zoo like this guy Joe, he's got 15 wives. (laughs) Oh, snap. And it's pretty much a cult. Like he brings people in and they he just don't leave he picks and he their them. <laughs> he picks, yeah they're all his wives he's got like three or four wives, um and then they interview this girl who was like one of the original wives and she gives you like the lowdown on this Joe guy did she get out and that's yeah why she, she got out dude? okay so she's okay so amongst all this tied in this little itty bitty pieces about this guy who basically owns a cult basically then <laughs> there's this other lady Carol Baskin. And she is a whole nother documentary. Like, if they don't come off with a spinoff with the other two (laughs) people, then we have been robbed as a people. Right, okay, got you. Because she, her husband disappeared. They have no idea where she That's right, they were like, she, like, they kept saying that she put them in a grinder and fed them to the To the the tigers. tigers. But here's the thing. When they talk about it, she can't help but giggle and she winks at the camera. Oh, shit. Then, That's why everybody's like, Carol kid her husband. <laughs> right. Then there was a point where somebody, Joe was like, somebody put something on my shoes because these tigers were, like, attacking him and dragging him around their cage, their enclosure. Right. Because he was like, the, he was like, somebody put something on my shoes. And she was like, the only thing that would make a tiger go crazy like that is sardine oil. And went to the camera again. So we all know Carol killed her husband. Like, it is crazy. So Joe Exotic is... A gay polygamist. He's got two husbands. Both are straight. Wait, what? Yup. They can't be straight. If he's, no, that doesn't, that's not how that works. You know that's not how that works. 
Okay. Well, the first husband left him for his receptionist. <laughs> and the second one kills himself. Fucking around with a gun. Like, oh, it's not loaded. Shut the shit up. Yeah. So, <laughs> he's married. <laughs> See, to- now I already know everything. No, you don't. Believe me, girl, you don't. So, there's two husbands, him, and they're like, we had some meth days. So, meth he days. lures the straight <laughs> he lures the straight guys with meth and tigers. <laughs> he marries them both. They have All like right. a like a civil union ceremony. Joe is not only a zookeeper and gay and a monogamous and a former a polygamist, a, polygamist a former meth head. He also runs for governor, runs for president, <laughs> and is a country singer. Wait, oh is my god! Is this the one with the the, the, yes. the earring and the, and the all the earrings and all the piercings and the eyebrow and everybody's and like, I need a relationship that holds on as much as this thing that, that eyebrow holds onto that ring because it's like hanging down and it doesn't let go. I mean, they they have so many things about that. There's damn so ring. many memes, and you yeah. are going to fucking love it. You're going to be like Jamie. What the shit did you just make me watch? Uh, so many people are talking about it. It's like going around. And one that is not as popular that Nate Smythe found. Okay. The wonderful Good old Nate Smythe. The Wonderful Wild Whites of West Virginia. This one is on... <laughs> I just love the name of it. The Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Yeah. Can I just mention real quick, though, that remember the last podcast we talked about how all the women want to suck his dick? Yeah. Well, so he posted something in the room and, like, a bunch of people commented and he, like, inboxed me and was like, all right, so maybe, like, two of them want to suck my dick. <laughs> it was the funniest thing ever. I was like... <laughs> it's like, maybe two. Two. Clearly want to suck my dick. So, <laughs> so Nate found this and he posted about it. And I couldn't find it anywhere. Like, I had to search that shit on Amazon. This one is on Amazon. And it's about an hour and a half to two hour long documentary. <laughs> and it's about this. It's wonderful white. It's about these families. Uh-huh. In Are the, they, is their last name white? Yes. Is that, okay, this so it's not it, that they're just, it's completely, like, racist then, the wonderful white. Because that's no, my thought. No, I thought it was white people, too. Yeah, I was like, like the I wonderful look, white people. Look, somebody Virginia. was ballsy enough to be like, this is white people shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're naming the podcast white people shit today. We're going to have to name it the wonderful whites. Like, that has to happen. The wonderful world of white people shit. Sorry. So, anyway, it's basically this family. And... If you ever seen the meme of the old hillbilly guy doing like the tap dancing on like the tables and shit, and there's like the junk pan, the old timey band behind him, and he's, I think I'd seen one, and they were making, they were doing it to, um, what was that old movie back in the day, like when if you hear the banjos playing, yeah, it was whatever that movie. Okay, was. so that guy is famous. Okay, that guy is famous for his tap dancing skills. Uh, he oh. was the grandfather. Okay. He was the grandfather. He was married to a lady named Bertie May, who they called the miracle worker because, the miracle woman, because she would take in all these babies that nobody wanted during the Depression and raise them up. I love the name Bertie May. And she was the sweetest lady. But little does she know, her kids are fucking crazy. First of all, <laughs> so she brings, she brings them in, raises them up, and they're all nuts? They're all nuts. There's one of them that got away that lives in Minnesota. All right. And was like, I have a job here. I can't go back there. He's got kids that are actually fucking going to college and shit, and they all have their teeth. It's 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 pretty, <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Okay, but this these people. Well, who knew college and teeth? So but, that's what's impressive. I'm but doing well. They are Appalachian. <laughs> they are Appalachian people. So right. that culture, they're coal miners, things like that. That culture is, it's hard. Poverty mm-hmm. breeds things like drug addiction and things like that. So most of them are girls. 
Um, there's one guy that's pretty famous right now because he got his daddy's tap shoes and, and he, people write songs about him. And Hank Williams III is singing in this movie. He's he's featured in it, and I love Hank III. Okay. If you've never heard Hank III, by the love of God, please Google him. He does heavy metal, punk music, and old school country like his daddy. Uh-huh. Love Hank III. So these people are fucking crazy. And this one lady is like, she sounds like a man. And she's like, I was a stripper. 17, 18, 19 years old, I be coming home with $2,500 in my boot, and I've always been the sexiest in the family. Bitch, if you're the sexiest oh in the God. family, then God help your family. But then there's another girl named Kirk, who is a cousin. So, here's, I'm just going to give you a little tidbit. Bertie Mae has a birthday party. All the kids gather in her little above the mm. storefront apartment. Mm-hmm. She's sitting there. They're like, happy birthday, mama. We love you so much. Blah, blah, blah. And mom's having a great time. Right. <clears throat> then the oldest one's like, I'm going to go ahead and smoke this joint. <laughs> right in front of everybody? In right, the middle of the party. right. So the mom is like, I hate the smell of it. So they show the mom clearly not enjoying herself. She's covering her face because she doesn't want to be around the smell. But these kids do not give a fuck. Cue, two minutes later, they're fucking crushing pills and snorting lines and drinking, and some guy came, comes out of the fucking bedroom waving his dick around at his cousin. This is their mother's 80th birthday party. What? 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 Right. Oh so God, in I front of their mom, they're wasted, snorting pills, smoking pot, and cousin fucking. Oh, they started fucking? I'm sure they were. Oh, I was like, oh, they just started fucking? I mean, this guy <laughs> came out waving his dick around, like, just doing that little stupid dance men do where did like, you see it yes did they, play, did they yes. it out yes they no no oh, you no, see you full see on it? penis <laughs> i better watch it it's like the closest thing i'm gonna come to apparently so then <laughs> the one the one who's in isolation people it's getting desperate <laughs> so the other the other girl who's actually better looking than the one who swears she's the sexiest one in the family has this baby oh, in shit. the fucking hospital she's crushing pills and snorting them with her cousin and then they take the baby away and she don't understand why Oh, dear God. So, she ends up going to rehab, and at the end, you know, she, she is getting herself clean, and she's living in a halfway house with her with her son, and she's able to see her daughter on the weekends now because she's gotten out of that town, and she's trying to get her life together. So, I'm giving it to Kirk, the, the one in the, um, that had the baby, you know, at least she tries it. At the end of the video, it's somebody's birthday or something, and the end of the documentary and they're all like fucking hanging out and they pan over to the freaking miracle round where there's two kids playing smoking a joint and they were probably eight and eleven no this gorgeous little girl with perfect little ringlets runs over to the playground and she gets up on this thing that you're supposed to yell into and she's like fuck you fuck you like i'm like what the fuck is wrong with these people like and that's only like a part of it. Like you have to watch that one too. So it all be upset. I think if no, I you watch won't. it, girl, you were you were gonna be like, what the fuck? You ain't gonna have time to go get upset. You're gonna be like, what? Because it just goes from one day to the next. To the oh next. You're my like, god! I'm on a roller coaster and I can't get off. Oh my god! So those are the two documentaries. How did Nate find that? That why? And you know, first of all, we don't. Even, I don't even know Nate in person, and we talk about him like, like we like family, right? <laughs> like you are our cousin. You're our Appalachian cousin. Apparently. So, <laughs> Right, and we love, Nate and I, Nate sings, and we're part of this 
quarantine karaoke group. I, I posted a video of myself singing. It wasn't as good. Oh, as you did? I didn't see it. With Nate. Yeah, I'm on there. Did you? Are you part of the group? No. Oh, that's why it's in the group. Oh, okay. No. Uh-uh. So, the only thing keeping me alive is trash TV and quarantine karaoke. No, you have to put me in quarantine karaoke. I will invite you to quarantine karaoke. There's some talent in that fucking room. Yeah? And then there's some not so talented, but they are funny. Like, they do parodies of songs, and there's this old man that dances to Elvis and gets his jig on. Oh, shit. <laughs> what? It's Google. So, <laughs> it sounds like this is better than the Northeast group, because the Northeast group oh my God. a little quiet. If the Northeast group was a person, they'd be Joe Exotic. Oh, my God. That's what I said. I said that in the room. I was like, if this page was a documentary, it would be Tiger King. <laughs> It's been a little quiet in there, though. That's because everybody's bored. Now all they do is yell at people for for crowding. They're like, why are all these people outside? Why are your kids at the park? Oh, no, I do love that. Um, Like, they went, well, they did. They went past the Walmart over in Elkton. It was freaking jam-packed. I mean, it looked like any other day. And they're like, what the hell, people? I'm like, so I don't really blame them. I'm like, that is crazy. Like, it was jam-packed with people, like cars all the way down the aisle. Like, it normally would be when you go. Like, it, right. there was nothing different about it. So, I mean, they weren't necessarily wrong. But I know this morning Nate said, um, it's Sunday. Can you all act right, please? And I was like, that's a solid no for me, sir. No. No, we're not going to be able to act right. Actually, I am going to be acting right because all I'm going to do after you leave is, like, post our other podcast that we did last week for the drop. And then I'm going to work all day. So that's, oh, that's all I, I hate really that work. you're working. <sighs> I, well, I mean, I have. It's, I'm glad that I'm working. Oh, I'm glad that you're working. Up. But I, I really would love it if you could just sit down and watch at least one of them. Like, yeah. the, the wonderful wild whites of West Virginia is way shorter than the Tiger King. Well, I think... With the way things are going right now, like, the real estate agents are allowed to, they, they made, like, the, the wording very loose on it, where it was, you guys can keep doing what you're doing, but if you fuck up, you're out. So, what they did was they started it with, you can finish everything you're working on right now, no uh -huh. new listings, no new whatever, and you can't tour, you can't, um, I mean, not tour, but you can't do, like, open houses, Right. right. Well, then I guess the REA, which is the Realtor Association, was like, oh, I don't think so. Like, this is our time. Like, we can figure this out. So then they kind of came back and made them, like, essential employees where they were like, okay, well, you can, you know, do what you got to do, but you still can't do open houses and um, well, they have no, things like that. I saw so they're a, sort of watching them to make sure I saw they an leave. email about virtual appraisals that um, Kathy got. Mm -hmm. I didn't get to read it, but I was like, oh, that seems interesting. So they're trying to figure out what We way haven't had a lot. They've done one desktop, and they switched one to a drive-by. And I think they were able to do that because they had enough data on the neighborhood itself. Right, but this there is... There was enough that they were able to do that. Yeah, but, but then... I don't know. So I, I did... They're, I'm sure they'll figure out something, but... I don't know how they're going to be able to change it. But so right now, we've had the busiest month we've ever had. I know. Ever. I went back and I looked at numbers, and we have never had this many... I mean, we are, like, absolutely in the weeds, swimming, drowning. Yeah, you and you and fucking Kathy are goddamn rock stars. Oh, like, my God, it's been insane. Like, Kathy sits up until 2 sure. freaking in the morning just doing her shit. And I told her the other day, I was like, I don't know if you know this, Kathy. I was like, and we probably don't say it enough, but, you know, you're kind of a rock star. Oh, she's definitely a rock star. Yeah, she for just, sure. I mean, so I'm, I'm definitely grateful that I'm working now because at some point, the way things are going, they'll probably have to start like enforcing a quarantine and then it'll be different and then if if realtors can't take things to close then we have no job right right and it's kind of creepy though because i had to go into 16 people people's houses last week on thursday 
And what I had to do was tell them, so for all those people that are like, because somebody like was in my inbox, like Amish was like, don't you think we can all stop on appraising for right now? Like, first of all, motherfucker, yes, we can. But do you have any idea what it's like to be on my end as a single parent? You know, I got like a couple months worth of bills in the bank and I don't know how long this is going to last. And I just bought a house last year. I have two kids I got to take care of. I'm terrified that I have to make this choice. I'm terrified. Like, right. terrified. So I told these people, right, because there's a shitload of refis. That's why we're so busy because they took advantage of the rate. And I told them, you got to open up all your doors so I don't have to touch them. And you got to step outside. Right? So I'm going to come in your house. I'm going to be wearing a mask. You know what I mean? It's pointless to wear gloves with all the shit that we do. I'll just have to hand sanitize. But I'm going to wear a mask when I come in your house. You got to step outside. Of all the people that we had to go in there to do, only one guy was like, I don't want you in my house. You might steal. I was like, do you know what kind of house I live in? <laughs> like, do you know what house my boss lives in? Well, we don't want anything that you have because it was like a clutterfuck, right? But it ended, he ended up being one of the people that canceled. So I just have to say that a lot of people are still like, we kind of want to get it done, but they're very, very good about taking the precautions. Never, I mean, all of them were like, absolutely. Actually, in fact, they thanked me for the precautions because I told Kathy, so I'm not walking into any of these people's houses unless they do what I tell them. And frankly, I don't even know if that's enough, but I'm hoping that it is. I don't want to get sick. I don't want to make my kids sick. Yeah, well, um, we had a, one of the houses downstate called me and the realtor was like, she'll be there putting her son's medical equipment in because she has a son who's disabled and has medical equipment. And right. I said to her, I was like, don't worry, the appraiser will be marrying, wearing a mask and she will be in and out and she won't touch anything. Right. And the realtor told the lady that, and the lady told the realtor who called me back, mm -hmm. and she was so grateful mm -hmm. that, you know, we were actually taking the precautions that we were taking this seriously. And it's, oh, absolutely. it is a big deal. And I know there are people out it there that, are, that are like, stop panicking. Being cautious is not panicking. Going right. out and buying all the toilet paper is panicking. Mm -hmm. But being cautious and keeping your distance from people mm -hmm. And trying to practice good hygiene and social distancing is a good thing. It is caution. It is not. Because it's starting to hit. Like, I remember Kathy saying, do you even know anybody? I was like, yeah, now I do. Yeah, I I'm know. Like, I know two people right now. And then a third one I know got tested. And they don't, actually four people, two got tested. And then their symptoms cleared up, like, right away. So they're like, that can't be me. And then two other people that are positive for it. So now I do know two people. And I'm like, I mean, not that they're close to me in any way, shape, or form. They're like, one's like right over the PA line and one's in the city of Wilmington. But it's still like, yeah, I do know people now. And it's awful. And I'm scared right. for them. And I, my friend Mark, his mom's in the hospital with like double um, pneumonia. And she's a cancer patient. And they still just don't know if like that's double pneumonia because she got something else from her chemo and her... You know what right. I mean? Or she's got COVID because it takes so long to come back. The tests so really take scary. like nine days to come back. And, yeah. And I'm sure with time they will they will lessen that. Well, they had a lot of advances. Like Abbott Laboratories just got approved to do like a quick 15 minute one, but it's like how fast can they get up and running? And how accurate is it? Well, I don't know, but apparently it's good that they they got their approval. It's been good. And then I don't know. There's a whole bunch of other stuff. And I know this is kind of going on one of these. You know, I think we're being a little more serious in terms of the way we're talking about it, but. Because it's just affecting so many people. And if you can stay home, please stay home. Like, I don't want to be in these people's houses. You know what I mean? Like, I really right. don't. But I'm so glad that they're like, okay, we're going to do that. And I got a buttload of sanitizer and masks. And I'm like, I just, I can't be bothered with people that aren't going to, no. If yeah, they, and people, I'm, like, if, I'm not stepping in their house if they're not going to do what I asked them to do. It's not going to happen. My life is too important. And so is my children. If we, um, if it falls off and you're hearing repeats or something like that, um, it's just because shit's getting real. And yeah. and believe me, we would rather be here with each other on a Sunday and, you know, 
doing our thing and acting a fool for you guys instead of doing what we're supposed to be doing. But, you know, we do, everybody has families, everybody has responsibilities, and we need to be there for them. Um, Yeah, so I always put, I was thinking, like, if you weren't able to make it today, I was going to just do, like, all right, let's do, like, our greatest hits and, like, our first podcast. Everybody loves our first one. If they catch us now, later down the road, (laughs) we've evolved so much at this point that they listen to the first one, and it's like, Oh my god, like they love it. They're like the your first, first podcast is a shit show. So the I was first put our podcast first one on. the first podcast is where we're like, this is Jamie and Danielle and this is straight from the net. Right? Pod, Isn't that who we are? Podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. Remember, oh my god, what about the second one when I was talking about like the um PMS like rage uh, PMS Danielle's and like, why are they talking about Episode number two is da- features Danielle's vagina a lot. It doesn't th- I mean, well, you know what? And what do we know? <laughs> It's still Excuse me, that was just me choking on my own spit. And now apparently it still focuses on my vagina because seriously, Mikey still asked me like if I'm still earthy. And I'm like, it's a fucking what's my call? It's where how am I gonna get unearthy exactly? Mossy. Like, how am I supposed to get unearthy, Mikey? It's we're in the middle of a pandemic. Thank you very much. Like, so it's just so funny. So yeah, um, shout out to Mikey who just he actually had like a little bit of a um, he had a mild surgery and he hasn't been himself lately because he's recovering. And we're so glad. We love you, Mikey. I'm around. glad you're okay. I know, but um, <laughs> so <laughs> so I have some things that I had saved. But loosely, because it hasn't been, like, that much fun. Like, our news feeds oh, have God. been very serious and not very fun at Yeah, all. if you guys have something that's funny, my birthday is Wednesday, and this whole entire sh- thing has really put a damper on my fucking mood. So if you have anything funny that you think I might want to hear or find interesting, send it in to us, because I need some laughs. What do you say? Write us in. Or find us on Facebook and just IM us. Well, I have a super awesome shit show. So I do have one thing. You ready? Yep. Because here it goes. So <laughs> this is on AL.com. I don't know what AL.com is. But it's um, it was posted on March 28th. And it said, couple caught having sex in police parking lot. Walk to jail. Parties say. And these motherfuckers just look gross. They look trifling. Drugs is bad, okay? Okay. Oh, yeah, and it's all, it's super drugs, right? This is how stupid these fucking people are. Like, fucking idiots. So, an Alabama couple was taken to jail Friday after authorities say they were caught having sex in the police department parking lot. Brookside Police Department. Jamie's like, did you say Brookside? Yes, but it's in Alabama. It doesn't matter. Brookside's are Brookside's everywhere except for that place that makes the chocolates. (laughs) But, you know, Brookside's kind of coming up. They've been doing a lot of flips over there. So, you know, it's coming on up. All right. So, anyway, Brookside Police Department's communication center spotted the couple about 3.30 p.m. on the department's security cameras. The pair was in a vehicle parked just outside, so officers didn't have far to go when they responded to the scene. Chief Mike Jones said they identified the occupants of the vehicle as Paula Gardner and James Sanders, both of Center Point. As it turns out, Garner was scheduled for court-ordered community service Friday, stemming from an earlier criminal case. Sanders was her ride there. When officers approached the vehicle, they noticed a strong odor of marijuana. These motherfucking idiots pull up. For community service. For community service in a police parking lot, stinking of marijuana. And fucking. <laughs> so they deploy the canine on this car, right? Because it's how stupid they are. Jones said authorities found crystal meth, marijuana... <laughs> Drug paraphernalia and a gun inside the vehicle. <laughs> These fucking idiots, right? I mean, oh my god, can Corona catch them? 
Because some we just need to weed some shit out. And I feel Girl. like these people need to go. You know what I'm saying? So he's <laughs> so they, they need both, to make they need to make a documentary about them. That's what I'm saying. Like who does that? That's like a whole that, that car driving along, it's just no fucks given. Just all of it. Just driving down the road, no fucks given. They're all fucked up, right? They don't know. So it says Jones said authorities found crystal meth, marijuana, drug paraphernalia, and a gun inside. Garner and Sanders both were charged with indecent exposure, possession of a controlled substance, <laughs> and possession of drug paraphernalia. Additionally, Sanders was charged with being in possession of a firearm. The vehicle was impounded, and both suspects were walked to the city jail. The officer, the officers, Jones posted on Facebook, did a bang up job on this case. I'm sure oh, they did. Thaw, thaw, thaw. You know, they were probably like, I waited to be able to use this my whole life. <laughs> did it. Finished. Oh, meth How is... How stupid th- are you? Meth is so bad, man. And that, but who, like, gets to the, the police parking lot, get ready to go in for community services, like, oh, my God, put your dick in me. I oh. need some dick right now. Who does that? Put it in me. <laughs> oh, here's something. Okay. Um, This is oh, from... Shit. It just says Delaware, so I'm. It's on Newsbreak. It should just says it Delaware. It says Rehoboth man crashes into cemetery. Delaware State Police arrested a Rehoboth Beach man after a single car crash led to the discovery of drugs. The incident occurred around 10:30 a.m. on Saturday, March 28th, when troopers dispatched. Hold on, I should have clicked on the article. I was just reading like the little synops. Um, the incident occurred at 10.30 a.m. on Saturday, March 28th, when, super, when troopers were dispatched to a single-vehicle collision at Coastal Highway on Old Landing Road in Rehoboth. Um, according to police, 32-year-old David M. Adkins drove a white Toyota Camry through a red light at an intersection, crashed through a brick wall, and drove over several headstones at the Midway oh, Pe- oh Presbyterian God. Church Cemetery. Witnesses then saw him get out of the vehicle and run off. Oh my God! Atkins was located nearby in the area of Fairfield Inn, in the area of Fairfield Inn and Suites, and appeared to be under the influence. A DUI investigation ensued. Atkins' license was suspended, and a search of a vehicle led to discovery of approximately .426 grams of heroin and drug oh. paraphernalia. Atkins was taken into custody without incident and charged with possession to intent with intent to deliver a controlled sus- sus- substance. Possession of drug paraphernalia, driving while suspended or revoked, driving under the influence of a drug, failure to transfer title to, and registration, failure to report a collision involving alcohol or drugs, and traffic offenses. He was committed to Sussex, Sussex Correctional Institution on $9,702 secured bail. How did they come up with 9702 I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a calculation or something. They're like, there's that $2. Like, what gives you the $2? You know what I mean? It's, like, weird, like, to come out like it's not, you know what I mean? I don't know. That's just, that guy was having a party. Just say no. I'm, I'm wondering if the drug dealers are right now are going to be like, girl, now we're in quarantine. Like, no, I don't like, think so. I feel like that is a big part of it because we're all social distancing, but these people who are suffering from drug addictions can't. Like, if they don't get this this drug, they're going to either die or feel like they're dying. So, they're not social distancing shit. They're finding their, their dealer. Yeah. I don't think they're throwing money across the parking lot and the guy's tossing bundles into it. <laughs> I know, tossing it back. Like, we got to social distance even though we're doing the wrong thing. Right. I mean, I don't think they're, they're using their common sense. And I feel like, you know, one or two things would happen. Like, people are not going to be able to get what they need. And, you know, there are going to be deaths. And there's going to be 
crime and things like that because so of this. So far, not so much. So far, not so much, but it's early. Yeah, it is, but I don't know. Like, what, what's going to happen when all these drug dealers end up getting it and they're all sick and they can't deal drugs? Or they're still going to deal drugs and give it to the people who already are on drugs and then they're going to take it and give it back to their family and it's going to get worse. Can I just mention something real quick? <clears throat> I don't know what it is. It's so weird. Like, um, like I know we talked about Tyler and he got clean. Yep. And I was very, very excited. Actually, Bill knows him. So I was like, oh, that's funny. He's like, oh, I know him and I know his girlfriend. I'm like, oh, wow. Bill okay. Eldrith. Oh. Yeah, so he knows them. Oh, I just said his whole government name. Sorry. But he um, is very involved in the community and, you know, that kind of stuff and doing, like, really good things and stuff like that. He's like a guy that they would want to know. Um, but I just thought I'm, like, I'm, like, really bitter about it. You know what I mean? Like, on my end, like, I'm very bitter about the drug thing. Like, I haven't been able to kind of, like, get through to, like, the place where I'm, like, yeah, yeah. feeling all better about it, you know? Cause, and I was even saying, I was like, you know, I am happy that people are getting clean. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. I'm happy they get clean. But they get so much praise, right? And, the, and it's so thrown in my face right now, and I'm very bitter and angry about it still. I mean, not to a point where I think about it all the time, but I'm bitter and angry about it. So I'm like, you know, you see these people, and they're like, oh, I got my chip. I got this. And everybody's praising, praising, praising. Oh, my God, you're clean. I'm so proud of you. I mean, and it goes on and on and on, all these people, right? And it's like, oh, my God, what about the people that had to deal with them? Like, we don't get like a, oh, thank God they're not fucking you over, Chip. You know what I mean? And I know that's so wrong. And I was like, and I was like trying to get better. And then I was actually like entered into like this group where like people are like doing like big things and changing their lives and everything. And I just kept, and I had been asking like, because everybody, we've teased about it. Like, you know, doing my online church, so I'm very into God and all that stuff. And I, I haven't been able to figure out why some of the events have happened in my life the way they did. And now it seems to be thrust in my face all the time to the point where I just keep meeting people that are sober, that are becoming sober, like over and over together. Not necessarily dating people, just people that I'm meeting in the course of events in life. And to the point where the house I walked into the other day for a refi was an Oxford house. I've never been in an Oxford house in my life. And I heard of them. Like Oxford houses are huge. They are huge. But I was like, oh my gosh. So I walked into an Oxford house and I looked at my boss and I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? I think that it's not that – I think your bitterness is because your experience is just so new and it's very raw and you're going to have to go through that. Like, you're going to have to – like, it's a process. Like, yeah, when this shit – It's been a while at this point, but, I mean, but it's, I don't know. it's still – like, that's your very first interaction with it. Right. For me, it was a little easier because it wasn't my first. It was the first – like, my nephew doing this, it was the first episode of Heroin – Right, 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 right. Yeah. But I've always grown up around drugs. Like, right. I, like, yeah, and I haven't. And you haven't. No, I so, was very naive to all of it. So you were very naive, naive to all of it. So I think that's why you're feeling that, like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. And it's still all mind blowing to you. And it's sad to say this, but for the people who have to deal with these people that are that do have the problem, it's so hard for them. But at the same time, sooner or later, you get numb. Like, sooner yeah. or later, you just get so fed up with caring that you you still care. But right. it's not to the point where you're wondering whether our every day. Like, it probably was that way for my sister. But for me, when I cut off Tyler, I had to cut off Tyler. Right. Like, I had to block his number. I had to stay away from him. I didn't want to hear from him. I didn't want to talk to him. Um, that was... I, I completely cut him off. Right. You had to. I had to. For my own sanity. And a lot of people that do this, when you get to that point, 
So yeah, we should, you know, get a thank you. But part of the 12 steps, these people that get help, they have to apologize. They have to make amends. Right. So when this happens, you don't get a, well, thanks for dealing with me. Oh, right. Your reward is when that person comes to you and they sit in front of you and they say, I'm so sorry that I put you through this. And I'm so sorry that I did this to you that time. And thank you for, you know, loving me the way you do, but... I'm so sorry for the, oh, you're gonna make me cry. for the things I've done. And that, that is, that's a big reward for somebody who lived with, loves somebody with that type of addiction. Um, look, he got me crying on my own damn podcast with you, bitch. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's really interesting that it's like, it, the more you hate something, the more it shows up in your life. And I thought I would mention that because I was like, now everybody's thinking about, like, you know, what's going on around you and, like, you got this coronavirus and how crazy it is. And, like, for me, it's, like, this drug thing and I'm, like, so angry about it. It just keeps showing up. Yeah, and it does. It keeps showing up. And it will keep showing oh, up. Oh, like, because... it's so crazy. And it's, like, and I get so angry. But then you hear, like, what these people have gone through and and they're, like, so traumatized and it made it so easier for – it's so much easier for them. But I just had thought I'd mention it. Like, you know, people in lives, like, we talk about, like – you never thought about the car you wanted to buy, and then all of a sudden you want to see you see those car all over the place, right? Right. And I was like, that's so weird how life goes that way. Like, you know, hey, I wanted, I think I really like this car, but I never see them, and then you see them all the time, right? You know, or I was thinking of this person, and all of a sudden they show up, and I was like, wow, that's like really interesting, just in life in general. And I'm like, and for me, it's like this weird thing where I'm like being fate sort of forced to deal with something, right? Because you had blinders on for so long. Yeah, I guess so. But it's like you know, you're getting forced to. To deal with something because it's going to keep showing up in your life over and over and over again. And I was wondering, like, how some people deal with that, like, just in general. You know what I mean? And I know this isn't funny to talk about in any kind of way, shape, or form, but... It doesn't always have to be. No, I know. I just... You know what I mean? Like, you think about when, when you're quarantined like this, right? Yes. And you're sort of, like, you can't, like, get out of your own way. Right. And right? You, and all you have to do is th- sit and Yeah. Think. It's like, so for me, it's like, you know, working and, like, the boys are here and everything. My boys are here, but they're up all night long and they sleep all day because they got like their self like turned around so now like their friends are up all night so they're up all night and they sit online with their friends like that's how they get their social hour and because they're like teenagers they're just up all night and they sleep all day and it's very quiet you know here and so I'm seeing like a lot of people like you know getting their sober chips and I'm seeing a lot of people talking about the tiger stuff and and all this other stuff and then like I don't know, I just thought it was weird. I'm like, the stuff that we focus on, like, really does sort of kind of come back around. And it forces yeah. you to deal with it. And in my case, it's been very painful. Well, you, your you know? case is very new. Like, yeah, it's you're, been very painful, and, and And it's going to be painful for a while. And then you had, you were, like, you said you were naive to it. And now your eyes are open to it. And then you're looking around and you're like, oh, shit, this thing really is serious. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah, because, I mean, you don't, I mean, it's so weird how many people, and I know, like, it's, Drug addiction is like an epidemic of it in, in, yes. in and of itself, right? But like when you're insulated and you, among your friends that don't do drugs, mm-hmm. like they don't live any, you know what I mean? Like we don't have that kind of maybe background trauma or whatever that may be. You're not looking for that stuff. No, you're not. You're not looking for like you know the sniffing or the whatever it is. I mean, you notice something's wrong, but you're like, so what is that? You know, but then, like, on the outside of that, now all of a sudden it's, like, thrust in your face over and over and over again. And when I walked in that damn Oxford house, I looked at my my, my boss, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, right now, like, are you fucking kidding me? And she just was like, oh, girl. Like, because now she's, like, seeing it. I'm like, it is everywhere. It is, like, consuming me. So we spoke about it um, when, I, when we talked about Tyler on the last p- 
podcast, um, there was a couple people on the Northeast page that thanked us for talking yeah, they, about oh, it. Oh, that's right. There was another reason why I did bring that up. Because they did talk about that, that they were in recovery and blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah, I um, was like, Danny, wow. Danny Sue is in recovery. Nate has been clean for five years. Oh, wow. You okay. know, there's... Or was it five or 15? I don't remember. He's been clean for a long time. A so has Danny. Um, I got a couple inboxes from people on that page that thanked me for mentioning it. Right. Um, the thing is, when we do mention it, we have to acknowledge that these people are making life mistakes and they're making bad choices. But it doesn't necessarily make them bad, bad people. people. Mm-hmm. And there are people that come through this, and we're all praying for them. And there's some people that aren't lucky enough, like, you know, my friend, my cousin Steph, who passed, you know, her mom is still struggling every day, and it's it's terrible. Yeah. And she cries, and she hurts, and she, she calls people out. Like, she's doing, like, her own freaking investigation, and she's, like, trying to find anybody that's involved in this and tell them about themselves. Mm-hmm. But that's not the way to go about it. And I think that, you know, even if every once in a while we talk about it on our podcast, it might not be the most uplifting thing, but knowledge is power. And these people have these amazing recovery stories. And, you know, if you guys are listening and you want to, you know, shoot me an email about your recovery story and you just want to, like, do something like that, you know, we will read that on the air. We will let, you know, people know that there's hope. And, well, it seems th- like- and through your stories, there could be. <clears throat> and it does seem too that because we're in this quarantine uh-huh. situation where it's like oh my god there's like nothing to do it seems like a lot more people are kind of talking about things because they can't go to meetings they have to do zoom meetings and yeah things like that. And, and it's harder so for the ones because they're they're, they're in their own head yeah and they're and talking they're, yeah they have to talk they have to talk about it they have to be like surrounded by certain things and i, know, I just thought that was interesting like the different things that are going on with quarantine so like i know i brought that up but just the different things that are kind of going on with quarantine. I know there's some people that are doing, um, a lot of artists right now are doing live things. Oh, like yeah, Melissa they, Etheridge, Dave Matthews Band. Girl, Chris Helmworth does workout videos. Like, Oh, he, I heard about that. Right, and I'm trying to find them. Like, I want to see Chris Helmsworth doing push-ups and pull-ups and, and stretching. <laughs> so that's going to get me through this. <laughs> Chris Helmsworth is going to get you through this? Quarantine karaoke is going to get me through this. Okay. Well, you're going to add me to that group. So I think it's, I also have to point out though, even though that, that specific thing has been, it's been a little rough for me of late just because it's, there's been so much of it. Um, you know, like in the last year, the last couple of months, it's just been so much of it. It's just been rough. So I'm like, oh my God. But then like you look at these other people and they're doing all these really neat creative things. Like, somebody actually crocheted the tiger guy and a tiger. Oh, yeah. Did you yeah. see that? Like, they're crocheting really neat things. And, like, it's just I know. so funny. Like, the creativity that's coming out. I, I said that. I was like, I need to learn a new skill. And they're like, knit and da, da, da. And that's not what I want to do. I think when um, I'm able, I'm going to, I know I'm not supposed to go to Mall of Art for, with, you know, and not get the essentials. But I think once for my birthday, I'm going to go to Walmart and grab, like, some paints and some canvases and maybe, like, try to flex my art skills. Like, I don't have any art skills. But oh, maybe, there you go. Maybe at the end of it, I'll... Maybe you get it, like, a paint-by-number. Right. That's, what I, that's what I said to Paco. Yeah. He was like, what do you want to do, babe? You want to paint? He's like, what you want to paint? And I was like, I don't know, by number? I don't fucking know, Paco. <laughs> I will figure it out. I want to see where my creativity takes me. Can I get a puzzle for my birthday? Can somebody call Amazon? Like, I need something to keep my hands busy because I'm going insane. <laughs> like, Lori and Paco are fine, and I am like... Are they? They're, I like, am, like, just chilling? Paco's like, I got TV, and Lori's like, I got my games, and Lori writes a lot, so she's writing a lot, and 
I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do with myself. The house is cleaner than it's ever been. <laughs> oh my god. Like the Why house cleaning lady quit on me. What? I know. I was like, oh my god. So I'm like, shut up, a bitch. So then I talked to her. I was like, well, look. I'm like, because I, I work seven days a week. Like I'm not. I'm work. I mean, like long hours too. <laughs> so like, I'm not scrubbing shit when I'm done. You know what I mean? I give the boys some chores or whatever. But I'm like, I just really enjoy having somebody that comes in and takes care of things. Why she worry about it and all this? Well, because she ended up having to go get another job because her clients were quitting on her. Oh, so she like, had to she go get. Didn't, yeah, so she had to like go get a, like a solitary job. So she tells me, but she doesn't tell me until the morning I'm expecting her because she forgot. Like, she just thought she had already talked to everybody and realized she didn't talk to me. So apparently she's going to come this week because she was like, oh, I have this man's love. But I was like, oh, my God. So the first thing, her, the first um, casualty is my cleaning lady. And then hopefully <laughs> she's coming back. And then the second casualty so far in this house is my nails because I can't go get my nails done. I'm like, holy shit balls! I just chewed off my nails last night. I know. I Today I have plans on going home and giving myself a pedicure. Which is hard for me because I have T-Rex arms. It's hard to reach my feet. <laughs> when you have these little tiny arms. Oh, my God. So, I'm going to go home and struggle. But I'm going to I'm gonna try and get my, my feet done. And I'm going to, you know, file down my nails. And they keep breaking. But, you know, maybe I can just, I can paint them nice and pretty and feel better about myself. <laughs> I know. Well, and everybody's talking about these women are going to come out and their hair going to look like this. Look at like, this. Yeah, like you got like the, the long ass roots. And I like have the long ass roots and I, I had plans to talk to Allison this week about, you know, doing my hair, but now I can't. And she's like, Maybe don't just let it go gray. She's like, I'm not, no, I'm not going to let it go gray. What the fuck? Well, some people have that beautiful white yeah, gray not hair. me. Um, <laughs> she's like, bitch, step off. Fuck no. Just see the face she just gave me. She killed me like 25 times. So I was going to see if Allison wanted to cut my hair because, you know, it was, it's my birthday Wednesday. And mm -hmm. usually, you know, I go and get my hair done and I go and get a new birthday outfit. And mm -hmm. then I go out. Well, obviously I can't do that. And Allison's like, don't go into my fucking house, bitch. I ain't touching your hair right now. I know. <laughs> but I promised her, I promised her on Facebook, I solemnly swear not to try and dye or cut my own hair. Oh. So I'm stuck like this. I'm stuck like this. You've got about what a half an inch? Not even. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm about to go get like some some brown eyeshadow that matches my hair and, <laughs> brown and do that trick that they do with the eyeshadow to cover up their roots. I've never heard of it. Yeah, you take like the uh, eyeshadow that's the same color as your hair. It wouldn't work for you though because I don't know of a. I don't have I don't have to dye my hair yet. My mom has she does now or whatever, but I haven't had to do it yet. I've got like a couple gray hairs, but guess where they are? My fucking eyebrow. Like, yeah, well, some fucking gray hair in your eyebrow. Well, lucky you. I apparently, I mean, I might have some without noticing because my hair is very blonde. Well, that's the thing. So that my I might natural, not notice it yet. My natural hair color is very blonde. Okay. So I mean, this might not be all gray. That might be some blonde in there. Yeah. When I when I did my hair when I dyed it before, like your color the way you have it now, and it grew out. I was like, oh my god, this is terrible. Like it looked white when it's growing uh -huh. out, and it's so funny because now when it's as blonde, I have like darker roots. But, like, when it's darker hair growing back into blonde, it's very blonde. Like, or, like, I've very been, gray looking, so. I've been trying to get up every day and actually put clothes on. Oh, okay. Well, look at you so big. Right. So, I, I get up and I put real clothes on. And I'm like, okay. And the other day I put on makeup. And I used the very last of my Versace perfume. Oh, shit. And I was like, fuck, I wasted that. I'm not going anywhere. Oh. But Paco did. I did cook dinner yesterday. I made, um... I cooked slow cooked ribs all day. Okay. Um, I made my homemade potato salad with no eggs because eggs upset my belly. Mm hmm 
And what else did we have? Oh, green beans. And I made deviled eggs for Lori and Paco because I felt bad that potato salad eggs didn't in the have. Potato salad. <laughs> and my potato salad is very different. My potato salad isn't like your normal potato salad. My potato salad has bacon, it has pickles. Uh-huh. Like it's it's very German and it's very good. Mustard mm-hmm. mayonnaise, like ooh. Right. Paco ate two full freaking plates. Two full plates. Oh, Paco shit. doesn't usually eat that much at dinner. Like I think it's ninety percent of the time he's just eating my food because I put it in front of him and I don't think he likes it that much. <laughs> yes, he does. But my baby was like, baby, is there any more? Oh my god, were you like, oh my god, I'm gonna I appreciate was, you. My new gangster name is Two Plates. Oh my god, that is so funny. Two plates, two like plates. two chains. Yeah, you're two plates. But if I had a show, it would be most reasonably priced instead of most expensiveness. <laughs> Allison was like, you gotta get out, girl. You gotta get out. I was like, I know. I'm trying so hard. I know. Well, now I have to, like, cook all the time. I'm like, what the hell am I gonna do? But I do have, like, another, another funny story, and it reminded me of the Fabulous Whites or whatever they're called. Right. Or whatever. So this is from Homerville, Georgia. Homerville! Homerville, Georgia. And I'm kind of wondering if this is, like, Appalachiaville. It might be. I don't know. So, man arrested for sexually assaulting a chicken. What a cock. Ha ha film. So, this is posted on March 25th <coughs> of the Clinch County News. Clinch County? Clinch County News! So, and it's actually like somebody actually took a picture of it. Like, of the thing and posted it. So, it says a Clinch County man is facing a felony bestiality charge after being caught on video having sex with a chicken. Ronaldo Pineda, 69, of Chester Maddox Road. Wow, they fucking just told where he lives and everything. They ain't fucking around now in Homerville. Now it's like the unit block of. Like, that's yeah. what they might do here, or they'll just say what city, but they don't say, like, where he lived. They gave his street. Oh, shit. Okay, so they charged him with bestiality on Tuesday, March 17th, by the Clinch County Sheriff's Department. Three days later, on March 20th, he was also charged with making terroristic threats. So I guess he wasn't happy with people calling him out, and he threatened them. Mm. So according to the sheriff's department, the investigator, uh, a security video sh- or security camera video shows Pineda having sexual intercourse with a chicken on February 26, 2020. Smith said he has confirmed the man is sexually assaulting the chicken in the video was Pineda. And the terroristic threats charge come after or comes from another video where Pineda was threatening others to shoot them all like dogs and then shoot himself. Oh, damn. Pineda was made bond on the bestiality charge on March 17th, but after being arrested on the terroristic threats charge, is being held with no bond. He's currently in the coffee, or the coffee, coffee county jail. That sounds kind of nice. Coffee county jail? Wow. Coffee county? I'm like, they really did. Times are not, times are not that hard, people. Like, do not look at your. And he's old. Do not, he's probably demented. He's old. He's probably got a little something going on. He's probably, or he's probably been fucking chicken since he was like four. But like, how do you like, okay, first of all, grab a chicken. Hear me out. Okay. He grabs the chicken. Hear me out. Yeah, hear me out. Grabs this chicken. And it's flapping. What? Flapping and crazy and all this shit, right? And he just walks into a video camera, like in front of where, he's somewhere where there's cameras that these people can see him doing it. Like, what the shit? This isn't, like, in somebody's, like, not, backyard. Not all chickens go crazy when you pick them up. Like, the chickens at fucking Jen's house, they just come right up to you and sit on your lap. I'm like, could you please get your bird flu infested <laughs> vermin off of me? But I just thought, I'm like, they caught him on camera doing it. So they had to be, like, could you imagine, like, the person watching the camera footage, like, okay. <laughs> all right. It's a, what the hell did you It was a, It was It was It was probably... <laughs> Could you imagine like the time it was like, probably their ring their ring doorbell <laughs> <laughs> he's just out there in somebody's backyard the, no like on this 
covered stoop. They just walks with the stoop, and he's like just taking his junk out, fucking a chicken. The poor like, lady is at work going, not Esther. <laughs> somebody to go and then they're like can you repeat that you know like you know they're like you know they're like um, they're like little things like, like um hey yeah, bubba what's his name what's the guy's name <laughs> ronaldo i think hold on yeah ronaldo they're like bubba ronaldo's at it again <laughs> yeah they like you know speaking to that like thing on their shoulder miss, it's like the cop miss jesse's getting real pissed off come get just arrest him this time just arrest him we've played nice enough <laughs> I just thought, I'm like, whose poor ass job is it to be able to, to tattletale on this guy fucking a damn chicken? Oh, my God. I just was like, oh, my God, you got to be freaking kidding me right now. Oh, but the other thing with coronavirus, people, stop fucking flushing wipes down the toilet. Oh, my God. Like, you can't do that shit, you dumbass fucking idiot. First of all, use fucking toilet paper because quick hogging the wipes from the babies. There's babies out there that need them. Oh, my God. But they're literally doing in droves. Like, they were doing, like, did... Like, I watched something very briefly, only because, like, I was watching Judge Judy, and then Judge Judy was over, and I happened to be on the phone, and then the news came on after Judge Judy, and they started with showing us, like, these water treatment plants, and they're pulling up, like, all the damn shit that's clogging up everything. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I watched I watched um, a documentary about it where these people are down in the sewers, and there's so many... They tell you not to flush the wipes anyway. No, they they don't they don't degrade or they, they don't, don't like, break degrade, down. They don't break down, and you people just don't fucking boomers. Fucking boomer, we're just blaming oh, boomers. On just everything. kidding, just kidding, boomers. I, I I respect you and think you did a great job. Sorry. <laughs> well, it says flushing wipes, paper towels, and similar products down toilets will clog sewers and cause backups and overflows of wastewater treatment facilities. But could you imagine like if it gets so bad because people are such idiots and they're doing it? That it then starts to clog back up here, and then it ends up in our own houses or something. I don't know. That's right. like the word. That's like craziness. I know, but I just thought, the, like, can we just do like a PSA? Don't fucking flush them down your toilet, you goddamn morons. I, I can't with people. I can't, and I I'm so ready for this to be over already, and it's like day six. Like, <laughs> I know my my poor kids. Well, okay, so I'm okay so far because I mean I'm home all the time, and I kind of like it. But even now, I'm kind of getting annoyed where I'm like, oh, I can't just go to the pub and see you for karaoke. Right. You know what I mean? I got my car broke down on Friday, and I didn't even get to see you on Friday for just like a second. And I was like, yeah. I love Luke Tobacco. He was like, why do you seem sad? I was like, I didn't even get to see Dan the other day because the stupid car wouldn't start. Oh, I know. Because I had to, well, we usually we work on Tuesday and then on Friday. Oh, I know. Well, because I had like a bad attitude the other day. So I was up the night before, and I was really worried because I was kind of scared about what was going to happen going right. to these people's houses. Because, I mean, they are posting a lot of stuff about people being sick, and they're very, very sick, and they're dying, and all that stuff. And there, scary. there are also things where people are walking around asymptomatic, and they they have it, but they don't even know they have it because it's so mild, they're not exhibiting symptoms, but they're still giving it to people. Yeah, I mean, it's just scary to me to just think about, like, all the different things that could happen, and I'm walking into these people's houses, and I was kind of like... I did that spiral where I'm like, if I don't go into people's houses, I don't get paid, and then I can't pay for the health insurance that would help me if I do get sick. 
But then I have such a high deductible because I'm self-employed that it's going to actually like put me in bankruptcy if I have to be in ICU because it's an $8,000 deductible plus 30%. Right. You know what I mean? And that's with the good insurance too. So I'm like, that's going to put me in like bankruptcy. And I'm like, why do I got to be in a position where if I don't go to work, then I lose everything I fucking have. She was mad at me because I I said, I said that your grump, your attitude was justified because I, because I too am afraid. And she was like. Stop that. And I was like, this is the grumpiest of times right now, Kathy. Like, we're, we're all... think of the positives. Sometimes there's not a positive. Like... I know. And she was like, you should just be grateful that you still have a job. Like, she was like, I mean, all these years I work. I was like, I'm here. Aren't I here? I showed up. I'm here. Right. I'm working. I did. I'm still doing all this stuff. I'm just explaining that. It's like a scary thing. So, I mean, we're just thinking about everybody. And I hope that everybody's making it. And I know this probably wasn't our funniest of podcasts. So, we're going to try oh, and do a better job next time. That's fine. But, um. We're fucking this has hysterical. Been a really, this has been a really a weird transition. This is something that no, anybody that's, well, I don't know. Like, when was the last time they would ever be quarantined? Spanish flu? So, yeah. Nobody, really. I mean, unless you were born in, like, 1917, like, or whatever, or earlier. You don't remember those things. So, I mean, most of us, the majority, 99.9% right. of us, do not have so, never had this happen in their life. Those of you who have little kids, like, that are living this, like, younger school-age kids, have them write a journal. Because this is history. You know what, Mike? Do you know what John would think? John would be like, ate nachos, drank chocolate milk, played video games again. <laughs> <laughs> that would be John. Although, the kids are getting ready to go to online school. I don't right. know how they're going to do it. And that's going to be a thing. Like, Yeah, I don't know how they're doing that like, just yet. Like, there's the... The way we deal with this, it's important to document things. Like me, I don't have to. My kid's out of school. Like my kid's off married. Like she's just sad she's not getting an Easter basket this year. Oh my God, I panicked. I thought today was Easter for a second because I saw people posting um, Easter grass. Like they were showing like, oh, I've got Easter grass. I was like, oh my God, is it forget? And because I just thought, I'm like, how am I going to have Easter? April 12th. Well, we're, I'm, I'm going to have to go to the fucking, they have it at a grocery store. We're going to have to go to the grocery store. I'm not going to not make my kid an Easter basket. I realize that she's married and she lives, you know, in Maryland, but I'm still going to make her an Easter basket and ship it off. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like kind of really nervous about having to go out. All right. Nonsense. So, um, I- Give us a shout out at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. And let us know how you're doing through this quarantine. Let us, oh, specifically know if there's anything you've been doing that's creative that people have been like, oh my God, that's so cool. Right. We would love to talk about that and highlight that on a podcast. That'd also, if you fucked a chicken. You know, don't, don't write in if you fucked a chicken. I, I want to know if you fucked a chicken. I, she can read that one because <laughs> I, I already have like, I'm already like stressed out enough as it is. So I'll let her read that one. You anyway, point. if you have anything interesting that you're doing during the quarantine, let us know how you're dealing with it. Um, write us at straightfromthenet at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook at straightfromthenet and you can IM us there. And also you can listen to us on Danielle. Woohoo! Okay, so every Wednesday at 1 o'clock during the day, that's right, New York Radio, you can hear us on the WMLD and they do a replay of our podcast on Saturdays at 7. And now you can hear us on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, um, iPodcast, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and every Sunday we always drop a new, you know, episode. So, and that comes on our SoundCloud and then it kind of like heals out or like yes. filters out to everybody else. So check us out every Sunday on the WMLD on the New York Radio and we love you guys and take us home. Okay, bye!